Welcome to Urban Principal, leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAndersonConsulting.com. And now here's your host, Brett Anderson. And welcome back to our podcast. We are on episode 177, season four. And happy Memorial Day to you. It is Memorial Day in the United States. And every final Monday of the month, of May. We celebrate fallen fighters who have given their lives uh, in our nation's armed services. Uh, And that is so that we can maintain the freedoms that we have in the United States. And uh, many thanks to our heroes and to our ancestors and to my family even that was involved in the war. My father in Korea and Ingrid's father in Vietnam and many other family members uh, I'm sure uh, throughout your uh, family, but they all made sacrifices so that we can have the things that we have today, including the freedoms that we have. Um, our episode today is called um, Time for the Wave. And am I saying the wave goodbye for the end of the school year? No, I wish I was. Uh, I'm saying the wave of educators leaving again. Uh, this is getting to be a major problem. Uh, national problem and recently I just read in some of the recent stats that I looked up that 61,000 teachers and educational staff are leaving in the US and that was and that was in May so that was in May so far and that's likely to be higher uh, likely to be higher than that Uh, and then taken from Chuck Beat another uh, new source Um, an article by Matt uh, Barnum in March of 2023 talks about teacher turnover turnover hits new highs across the United States Um, and more people are leaving the classroom and it was interesting because they did a uh, they looked at the turnover of eight states and they've had the highest uh, point in five years that continues to be an issue um, teacher turnover continues to be an issue and teachers leaving before they are actually reaching retirement. Uh, and I highlighted a couple things in this document. Um, you can look up the whole thing if you'd like to read the whole article. Uh, it was in uh, Chuck Beat, uh, Teacher Turn- Turnover Hits New Highs Across the United States by Matt Barnum, March 6, 2023. Um, when they talked about people leaving, uh, one of them said, uh, the needs grew higher after the pandemic. I noticed a lot more emotional outbursts from students. We've talked about that before on this show. Uh, it didn't help. This is a teacher speaking. It didn't help. She said that her class sizes were large, ranging from 25 to 30 students, making it hard to form close relationships with students. And remember, 25 to 30 may not sound like much, but depending on your demographics, It can be a lot higher if you are in a higher poverty school. Uh, 20 to 25 can be extremely high if you have most of your students that are high needs. And if you're in a school that has better demographics and is less poverty, uh, you can sometimes have 28, 30 and not even notice much of a change uh, in behavior or uh, class uh, discipline or structure that must be in place. And she says, plus the school year was short, or the school was short-staffed and had many absences. 
forcing uh, teachers to constantly cover other teachers' classes, losing their plan time. And I've heard that over and over across the nation. It said she left in the middle of the last school year, something she never imagined doing because it was so disruptive for the school and her students. It got so bad, she said, I was very overwhelmed and stressed. I was anxious and tired all the time. She ended up taking a job at an insurance company where she is able to work remotely when she wants. Another thing I've read about people that have left that are actually happy about leaving are the hours and the less stress and some of the uh, positives of, of the job frustration that's not there. Um, some of the positives of family time and being able to balance time a little easier. Uh, let's see, the state reports that hint that rising frustration has pushed more teachers out of the classroom. Um, and then they talk about a certain state where the number of teachers have uh, resigned due to dissatisfaction. I think that was Louisiana. Uh, in Hawaii, more teachers than usual identified their work environment as the reason for leaving. Uh, personal reasons uh, outside of retirement are more common right now, which is not good. And then they talk about the concern for staff turnover. Uh, it used to be we had teachers until they were uh, retired and we could have a influx of new teachers. And you know, I've talked about the student teachers I coach and still work with and I'm helping to recruit new teachers. And a lot of that is training and they need definite coaching and training to bring in the right kind of staff and to bring in the knowledgeable teachers that are able to address whatever comes their way. In our recent newspaper, uh, July, uh, let's see, what was this? This was taken from, um, wow, this was a different article. Let me see here. Uh, our current uh, newspaper, the Omaha World Herald, our largest newspaper in the uh, Omaha, Nebraska area, uh, said that nearly 1,200 Metro educators are resigning this uh, May, and that was with uh, nine districts. That's nine different districts, and they posted the data from all of the districts. I'm not going to go into those specifically because that's not going to matter as much as what's happening. Uh, in 2021, we had some people leaving uh, because of the pandemic, and then in 21-22, it was the highest uh, we've had of people leaving in our state, and that was about 1,400. It started out at about 1,200, and by the time everything rolled out, it was about 1,400. And currently, in 22-23, uh, so this 23 school year, we have 1,200 leaving. And remember, those numbers could also change again uh, by the time everything is said and done and before the summer gets over with and people making final decisions. And these are outside of retirements. These aren't considering uh, the normal retirements, which I know our largest school districts sometimes would have uh, two, three, four hundred teachers that they need to replace because of retirements. And that could be a lot different now that the numbers are going up with people leaving. Uh, they are doing some things to try and help this. Uh, they talked about repealing of... Uh, standardized tests that teachers must take to be teachers, uh, the praxis exam, uh, increasing salaries. Uh, I mean, lessening some of those hoops that they have to jump through is a bonus for sure, uh, but making sure they get the support is the important piece. And they're talking about uh, reasons for leaving in that article in the World Herald. They're talking about um, 
the workloads, the increased workloads, the student misbehavior, larger class size, the same thing we saw in the other articles, and you'll see those nationwide in articles about larger class sizes and having to cover classrooms. The political environment is coming up more and more, and it's making people leave education, uh, being criticized for what books they teach, how they teach, and what they teach, and if they're teaching about certain things or not teaching about certain things. I mean, those are becoming issues, whereas before, that was never much of an issue. Uh, and then they uh, quoted a teacher, which was very interesting. It said, I think everyone is saying saying it that post-pandemic teaching is very, very intense. And that was her exact words. Very, very intense. And this was a teacher of, uh, I think, two years. Uh, and she's leaving. Uh, she said, we just have traumatized kids that were unprepared to help. And unprepared to help is the key there. I'm thinking... Uh, we need to continue to support uh, the staff, and we need to continue to address uh, the needs of giving them the tools that they need. And that's one of the things I do, too, in consulting, is going out and helping to give tools and helping to teach strategies. And understanding the population you're working with uh, is extremely important. Uh, it, it takes me back to, I don't know if you remember, in 2022 of July there was a middle school in Nashville that had 29 teachers leave that is a huge number uh, and they uh, resigned they all resigned uh, based on poor leadership communication and safety were their main concerns they were more specific but those were their main concerns so that was a huge uh, loss of a school building and I've seen school buildings in our areas also losing a large amount of staff and uh, certain schools that have uh, have had principals over and over and have a turnover of principals of, or of leadership have also had struggles with keeping staff and maintain, maintaining staff and there still needs to be more done to create the right environment to support staff and to get them excited about coming to school every day and to being a part of the school and I think that's the key too of being a part of that school and not being in such a directed environment where they're told to go cover rooms and do this and here's what I need you to do because you're, you're a teacher. I mean, it needs to be more collaborative uh, as and the leadership for sure. There has to be more empowering of the staff uh, for sure. I want to share something tonight from John Maxwell, the Maxwell Daily Leader. We use that a lot. And John Maxwell, of course, is one of the leadership gurus we use a lot as well. Um, and it's the law of explosive growth, and it's a short uh, one of his laws um, as a leader to live by. Uh, you can grow by leading followers, but if you want to maximize your leadership and help your organization reach its potential, you need to develop leaders. There is no other way to experience explosive growth. Here's how to move forward with leaders' math. If you develop yourself, you can experience personal success. If you develop a team, your organization can experience growth. If you develop leaders, your organization can achieve explosive growth. And that is the power of shared leadership. And that's why I believe in shared leadership and using everyone's strengths and talents. And it worked for me for 21 years as a principal, and it can work for you as well. It's uh, important to work with your staff and work with them well, especially at this time with staff making a choice to stay or to leave. 
Uh, let me continue reading. You will be able to reach your potential and help your organization reach its loftiest goals only if you begin developing leaders instead of merely attracting followers. Leaders who develop leaders experience an incredible multiplication effect in their organization that can be achieved in no other way. And that is taken from the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Uh, highly recommend that book, especially if you're a new leader. Uh, focus your energy on developing leaders, not just leading followers. And I always created leaders within my buildings and continued to help people grow and become administrators and principals. And they became uh, leaders on our teams and helped everyone to move forward. And we did it together. I think that's the key is that we did it together. I think what we're going to do next time is I started looking through the Harvard Business Review and different areas and looking at uh, some of the ways to find and keep the best people. And I think that's a pertinent topic at this time as we're trying to keep staff. And we'll look into that maybe into more detail. I'll see some other resources I can find and some of the things that have worked for me. And uh, as always, we have to continue to work on this rising frustration uh, how do you combat class sizes, and what can you do as a staff? What can you do to help your teachers uh, fill in when they need to? Uh, maybe you can come up with some rotational system or something that they are a part of, of creating and something that works for everyone and not just a mandate that the building is doing. Uh, mandates and directives often drive people away, and if you are in that shared purpose and that shared vision, then you are coming up with collaborative ways of solving your school's problems and your organization's problems. And that's something we really need to do right now. So uh, roll up your sleeves. It's time to work together even more and come up with ways to keep our staff and to move everyone forward. And I like to wrap with a quote tonight. Uh, he makes a great mistake who supposes that authority is firmer or better established when it is founded by force than that which is wielded by affection. And that was by uh, Terence. So that which is wielded by affection. So continue as always, keep promoting effective leadership through productive culture changes. And until next time, let's remember to stay positive. Listening to Urban Principle. Leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAndersonConsulting.com.